Are We the Baddies? by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. I will stop drawing parallels to the Nazi regime when the Australian government stops creating them. Comparisons between Australia's status as a prison island and last century's National Socialist regime are being made because our politicians are working their way through Hitler's blueprints. Social control, propaganda, censorship, police intimidation, the banning of protests, surveillance, community snitching, a papers please society, these are all warning signs of something terrible on the horizon. It is well past time that politicians stopped and asked themselves, are we the baddies? The ambivalence of frogs steadily boiling to death in water isn't just the world creating a metaphor at the expense of the French. It represents the loss of perspective. After nearly two years of lockdowns and medical militia patrolling the streets, Australians have forgotten what it's like to walk outside without being surveilled by a government app. We have become neurotics, counting how many family members we have with us, worrying about the kilometres we can walk in our one hour of exercise, dashing through the shops in case we are accused of browsing for things that the state doesn't think we need, and keeping masks over our faces to repress the urge to talk to each other. Our businesses are shut. We subsist on a few hundred dollars a week in government handouts, and those who vent their frustration online find themselves silenced. When the door knocking by police and the army started in Western Sydney, it's no wonder that people asked if, in jest if the police were looking for Anne Frank. Even the communist regime of China has lofted its eyebrow in our direction, unable to believe that politicians enslaved a democracy overnight. Xi Jinping is probably wondering to himself if the true secret of dictatorship is wokeism. The rhetoric from most liberals and national leaders is nauseating. Far from being the defenders of small government and individual choice, they have seized on vaccine passports and lockdowns as the secret to holding off the Labour Party for the, another election cycle. After presiding over the worst infringement on civil liberty and largest economic collapse since the Great Depression, these politicians want us to reward them with another four years. They have plenty of supporters in the conservative base. It has long been acknowledged that fear turns people into lunatics, and COVID has certainly fact-checked that phenomenon. Instead of decking themselves out in a hazmat suit and barricading their homes for the duration of the pandemic, these people demand that everyone else give up their lives and their future prosperity of their children. I have long suspected that the real reason people support lockdowns and mask mandates is because they don't want to be that one freak standing on their own in the supermarket dressed like a crime scene investigator. Fear only has power within groups. It becomes impossible to maintain on your own due to natural social pressure. COVID mania demands that you look afraid even if you don't feel it. Which brings us back to the Nazis – 
It would be a great favor to every teacher, nurse, and transport driver you know if you would tell them about redunion.com.au. Not only are they going to save hundreds of dollars every year, but they can save another $25 off their first month's membership when they use the coupon Good Source. The reason they're going to save so much money? Because this union is defunding the Labor Party by only spending members' money on members. Tell every nurse, teacher, and transport worker you know to go to redunion.com.au and use the coupon Good Source. Fear was their tool of choice during the ideological conquest of Germany. Dictatorships never start with gas chambers. They work their way up to crimes against humanity by convincing the population to dismantle all the laws that protect citizens from mob rule. The only way to get humans to vote against their own interest is to frighten them, to make them fear the shadows and see the government as their trusted protector. In doing so, people forget that those rules were designed to protect them from the government. Australia has exactly the same problem. It was only through the endless installation of fear that the government has been able to take our rights. Untold millions have been spent by the federal and state governments in fear-mongering propaganda reinforced by paternal, socialist-style catchphrases. We're all in this together is a lie designed to temper community anger while crimes are committed against them by the state. Removing rights invariably results in economic and social strife. In Australia's case, lockdowns have created an economic disaster that the Treasurer can't fit on a spreadsheet. Frydenberg has no idea what the damage to Australia looks like. All the Liberals know is that it's going to trigger an unstoppable tide of anger in the near future. The solution is obvious, if not depraved. As desperate Australians began to spill out onto the street, demanding their rights back and the laws of the land be restored, political leaders have pointed the finger and painted them as the cause of the problem. The government deliberately turned innocent Australians into a scapegoat for government policy. Not satisfied with quite literally painting a target on them, the government has started passing mandates designed to segregate those who refuse to be frightened into obedience. Australians who resist will not be allowed to work, keep their homes, go to school, feed their families, travel or protest their abuse. It is, without question, the most outrageous act committed by a modern Western government on its people. Whether the Liberal Party have employed Nazi tactics on their own people on purpose or as a foolish act of self-preservation remains to be seen. As the days drag on, plenty of commentators have explained their crimes, yet the Liberal Party shows no sign of rescinding its unreasonable policies. If anything, they have doubled down, congratulating themselves in daily press conferences while scorning members of the public who are desperate to salvage the scraps that remain of their lives. Australians are prisons of the state. They are victimised, segregated, punished, financially ruined and abused. In 18 months, we've gone from two weeks to flatten the curve to mandated government medical trials. Imagine what the next 18 months has in store. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future. 